Welcome to Thrive Deeper, an ongoing conversation with Dr. Matthew Jacoby, author of the Thrive Bible Reading Guides, teaching pastor and leader of the Psalmist Band Sons of Korah. Join us as we go deeper into the Bible, discussing the passages as we read them together with Thrive. Now here's your host, DJ Payne. G'day and welcome to episode 46 of Thrive Deeper. It's back, DJ Payne here, your humble host, and you're going to join Matthew Jacoby and myself having a conversation around the book of Proverbs. We're hovering around chapter 23, chapter 24, and we're bringing some concepts out. We've been doing it over the last few weeks, and today is one of the topics that I am so passionate about. It's the topic of discipline. Oof. A multifaceted subject for us to go down, and I think you're going to enjoy it. But we start off this week's episode with a weird little conversation about music. All right, so enjoy that after the break here at Thrive Deeper. All right, put you on the spot. Uh, what have you been listening to music-wise? Um, gee, that does put me on the spot. I have been... Go, actually going through as you know one of my favorite labels is the ECM label and you I and I go, go I know oh. I know I find it fascinating because <laughs> they just have such a a variety of different music and I've been just going through like on Apple music you know yeah. from one to another yeah and just going you've through got it all albums now. You've got the whole yeah, yeah like going through albums and the, just the most interesting uh, interesting stuff so yeah. so uh, you know, it's just, and 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 the thing uh, with Apple Music, like you listen to an album, then you go down, it recommends a whole lot of others. You yes. think, oh, that looks good, and so I go down and and I'll sort of survey, uh, survey yep. that. So now, how uh, would you how would you describe to the ordinary Joe, <clears throat> ECM, the record label? Well, it's mainly it's like jazz and world, jazz world and classical yes. music. Yes, um, and Large, it's kind of high end instru- instrumental. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no. There is some vocal stuff, but it's not. Uh, yeah, there is some vocal stuff, but it's mainly instrumental. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's kind of you know on the experimental sort of end edge. I mean, it's um, it's just interesting. It's just they have so it's very it's as I said it's very high end. Like a lot of a lot of the best musicians in in the various instruments, re- you know, record with this label and. Um, it's just an interesting way of discovering musicians that play on pl- and lots of different things. But yes. um, I, I just love the process of discovering the, and the idea. I mean, I've always got lots of ideas from it, and um, yeah, I, I love it. It's it's um, it, for for the for the ordinary Joe out there that <coughs> likes to listen to pop radio. Yeah, it's artsy fartsy music. Yeah, artsy fartsy. <laughs> Speaking of artsy fartsy, actually, a band that I have you ever heard of? Cinematic Orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I've been getting into those guys. Um, actually, Mike, the new um, guitarist in Sons of Cora, he um, put me on to them, and so I've been getting into their stuff a bit. And awesome. Uh, and and also, he's a real he's a real jazz. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, he? yeah. He's like he's like technically yeah, yeah he's phenomenal. up there. Yeah, that's right. So. Um, yeah, so that's been good, and 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 I mean another album that he recommended that I hadn't got much into, but I'm getting back into is Boniver's new album. Ah, uh, so uh, anyway, cool, awesome, awesome. So, so there you go. That's <laughs> you <laughs> put me on the spot. No, that's I love right. it. I love it. I, I'm always thinking uh, of another question to put you on the spot, and I'm not answering that question because we would be here 
all day. I'm only going to mention King's Kaleidoscope Zeal, the yeah. new album by well, you, King's You Kale- were playing a bit to me just before and it's really creative stuff. Oh, I loved it. Very, very creative. I've downloaded the album. I'm going to have a, have a listen. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, Matt, this is episode 46. We are still in Proverbs. We're hovering around chapter 23, chapter 24. <clears throat> and uh, before we get into uh, into looking at today's, uh, this week's topic, I just wanted to uh, give a uh, give a shout out to Anna, Anna Kay, who's written to us and she said, I just wanted to say thanks so much, guys, for your last podcast on decisions. It was so good and answered a lot of questions for me. It was really helpful. Thanks, Anna. Oh, that's nice. We love it. Thank we'll you. Love, yeah, positive feedback. And that's well. actually, uh, it's really nice to, uh, to have that. Obviously, you know, we're sitting in a studio. We don't, uh, you know, we, we, we're not in, interfacing directly with yeah. an audience. So it really is great to hear that. Uh, that kind of feedback. So thank you. And, and the I appreciate way that, that. And the way that Anna did that, you can do that too. You can do that over at the website thrivetoday.net.au is the way that Anna got a hold of us. And all those messages has come directly to us. So please, if you've got feedback, now it doesn't have to be all nice and positive. We do enjoy that. Mm. If you've got any yeah, questions could, yeah. <laughs> or you're not happy with Matt's selection of music, you can let him know. <laughs> or, if, or if you disagree with anything yeah. uh, that we've said, like let us know. I mean, we're learning too, so yeah, exactly. we're, we're up for all kinds of feedback. Awesome. Okay, now uh, as we look into uh, Proverbs, we've been going through, uh, you know, making decisions, uh, dealing with conflict with people, all the different, you know, aspects that Proverbs mm. talks about. What is this week's topic? Well, I thought we would look at the pro- the, the um, uh, topic of discipline, uh, which is um, both explicit in some senses in yes. the Proverbs. Yes. There's a lot about disciplining um, children in the Proverbs. I, mean, that's a, I love it. Uh, that's a, a, a big topic. But actually there is, uh, there is a context for that and that is uh, – and this is, I mean, one of the thing, the topics that we discussed is – uh, is is work and diligence, and uh, it's kind of a, a topic that lies behind that, and that is this topic of self discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the the topic of self discipline comes out, for example, in proverbs like Proverbs eighteen nine, which says, "One who is slack in his work is brother to one who destroys." Uh, I find that a really compelling idea because <clears throat> the idea is that neglect, that if we neglect to do what we should do then things go to chaos. I reckon that's slowly becoming your life first at the moment. I've heard you reference that verse so many times in so I know. many different well, applications. Well, actually, it was um, one of the other pastors at church, Jeff, who uh, brought that to my yeah. attention. He actually yeah. spoke uh, based on that verse and it it really hit me uh, actually. A, and, yeah. and, and I, I recognised that that applied to so many areas of my life, but I also recognised that to deal with those areas of my life, it required discipline, an element of being being disciplined. It's it's uh, the biggest, uh, look, me personally, and I love it, I love it that you're bringing that back and that this is a topic because this is the most convicting topic to me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, and I think, look, you know, everyone's everyone's different, but for me personally, this is, you know, the couple of areas that I really struggle struggle with in life Mm. It comes down to self-discipline. Mm. You know, mm. it really, it really comes down to that. Yeah. Well, it's been interesting. I've had lots of feedback from people who have said, "Ah, oh, that's it." I mean, it's it's all all often. I think, particularly as Christians, we can think it's all about having some you know big experiences 
experience is going to solve all my problems. Sure. Actually, in a lot of cases, it's about walking in what we do know yeah. and, and being disciplined uh, about that. And, and I know that's not very sort of glorious and spiritual. And um, But, but Motoran, I've got to correct you on that. That is glorious and well, spiritual. Well, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, like we have this idea in the church a lot, a lot of times that that which is glorious and spiritual is <clears throat> lofty and, you yeah. know, uh, an experience that makes us float up to yeah. heaven and away we go. Yeah. But really, the, the I think the holiest things that we could do in life is the small things. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I mean by, you know, glo- like glorious in, yeah. in that it's not <laughs> discipline is about being constant with small things. Yes. It's constant and persevering and we keep doing good things because they're good things. That's the essence of discipline actually is that is that is persevering in doing good things constantly and regularly because they're good things. If w- whether or not you feel like it. Yeah. And that that's that's the key and um and and I have been can I just say I have been it's I've been massively impacted by thinking about this topic actually yeah. uh, ever since this and I think probably of all the proverbs and you rightly say that that verse has been a bit of a catch cry yeah. uh, for me lately because um, uh, I, I, it has had a big impact on me and this is let me let me try to go in if I can mind this idea for a moment because because actually as I started to think about this I thought, gee, there's a lot of depth to this idea and it goes right back actually to Genesis chapter 1 and this idea of um, uh, the, the sort of the process of that chapter which is essentially God giving form and order to that which had none. You know, it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and it says, you know, the earth was formless and empty and the Spirit of God hovered over the, uh, over the yes. waters, you know. Yeah. And the idea of the waters there is had this association with chaos in the ancient world, uh, you know, watery chaos, yeah. and um, and and that's kind of connected with this idea of something being formless and void. And what happens actually through Genesis chapter one essentially is that God gives order uh, to what is without order. And so there's acts of naming and separating and distinguishing this from that and everything according to its kind. And even this, that seven-day period is to, is to set up a rhythm, a constant rhythm of yes. life that, yes. would, uh, that was to characterise uh, God's people. And um, this is all about order. And the idea there is... Is and and of course, then in on the sixth day, God empowers mankind to rule the earth and subdue it. Yeah, and the idea of subduing means um, bringing order to bear on the, where where there is no order. Yeah. So and that that is essentially the mandate that God gives to human beings is to um, establish and maintain God's order in creation. The idea is that if mankind doesn't do that, then things go to chaos. Yes. And I think that's a compelling picture. It's, it's like the idea of a, gar- you know, of a garden. You know, I, 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 if you have a garden, um, you need to do two things. Like you have to be diligent with a garden, otherwise yeah. weeds are going to grow up and it's just going to go to chaos. Yeah. So you need to do two things. You need to be diligent in removing the weeds and diligent in planting good things in the garden yeah. uh, because in the absence of anything else, bad things are going to grow. And, th- and that's even more so. And, again, it's, 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 you, we remember that in the, in the story of Genesis that God is speaking to his creation in, in a perfect 
world. Yeah. The fall happens after that yeah. admonition. So even because sometimes we think, oh, it's different now because we're in the fall, or even we yeah, think, yeah. or even we go, oh, it's different now. We're in New Testament times. It's yeah, a different yeah. thing. Yeah. Or it's different now because the end is about to happen. Yeah. You know, why, yeah, why, yeah. why, why rearrange the deck yeah, chairs yeah. on a sinking ship? Um, but the, but the, the call, that first admonition from God to mankind, we still live under that today. Yeah, absolutely. And and the interesting thing is, is, is at the at the end of the seven days, there's still a job for mankind to do. Yeah. Uh, he he is he is to go and and you know, um, uh, as I said, establish and maintain God's order, and that's our mandate. Really, is to is one of. Um, is one of bringing order, and it's like holding back the forces of chaos. Like we were put in charge to sub, to fill the earth and subdue it. So um, uh, the idea there is that if we don't do our job, or if we abdicate that responsibility, and of course that's what happens in Genesis chapter three, yes. is that mankind, the, it's like the forces of chaos in a sense came in 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 uh, in the form of the serpent, you know, who wanted to turn everything on its head and. Um, uh, kind of turn God's order of things on its head. That's the significance of Satan, who's a real, uh, a, you know, demonic yes. creature, but taking the form of a serpent. Yes. You know, the idea is the sort of lowest form of animals rule, ruling over, essentially um, exercising influence over the highest yes. uh, of the creatures, which is mankind. Mm-hmm. So it sort of tips things on its head. So God's order is is kind of reversed mm-hmm. in that and, and and, you know, mankind should have, driven him out like mm. we see Jesus doing constantly throughout his ministry is driving Satan out mm. it's basically showing what Adam and Eve should have done mm. in the first mm. place mm. Um, uh, and because he abdicates that responsibility because mankind abdicates that responsibility things go to chaos and of course and 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 God answers after six chapters of the spread of this chaos, mm. what does God answer with? He answers with a flood, mm. which again is this symbol of watery chaos. Yeah. And um, so uh, the, the, this idea to me is, is compelling because there is an imperative in our lives to constantly um, be diligent lest chaos ensue. It's like we're holding back the waters of chaos, as it were, mm. um, uh, and uh, and so we 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 apply discipline. Discipline, as I said, is could be defined as doing good things because they're good things, wh- whether or not we feel like it. Um, but uh, the key thing there is is a c- certain constancy and persevering in doing those good things, doing the things we should do, because otherwise, if we neglect, as it says in that proverb, uh, the one who is slack in his work is brother to one who destroys. It's not just, uh, if I do nothing, nothing will happen. No, if I do nothing, chaos will ensue. Yeah. Uh, so, so doing nothing and being slack and undisciplined actually causes, you know, chaos. And, and you know, you and I both know that any area of our lives where, where, where that's hap- that happens, you know, and we have this experience. So uh, hence that has, for me, you know, I've recognised parts of my life that I need to be more disciplined in. I've recognised that as a parent, this is an important uh, thing. And, and aren't there um, so many proverbs about bringing discipline we'll, we'll in get the home? In, we'll get into that. But the, but the thing is, the thing, that, the thing that has struck me in thinking about self-discipline and thinking of being, you know, and there's so many, mm-hmm. like, again, sometimes we want to, we want to, 
put the Old Testament versus the New yeah. Testament. And I've heard more and more discussion about that recently, which has just blown my mind. But we don't have to look very far into the into the letters of Paul, yeah. where Paul and, and others, other apostles, are encouraging everybody, encouraging us, yeah. don't be weary in doing good. Yeah. Go, keep going. Yeah, that's it's right. It's the small things. It's yeah. the small, just every day, just doing yeah, this. Yeah. Because... Not only now we know that that's the good thing to do, yeah. but that's how we show how we love Christ and obedient to Him yeah. is by in this self-discipline. Yeah, right. yeah. And not only does it cause like when we when you say when we abdicate this, when we abdicate the responsibility and we run away from it, not only does it cause chaos. Like it's not an abstract chaos. It's not yeah. like a, a thought exercise. It causes chaos, number one, first and foremost, in our own lives. Yeah, in and around, and around our lives, yeah. I may say. Yeah. It has it has an effect in our life. Yeah. There's consequences and yeah. then the consequences also go out to those around yeah. us, immediately around us. And it is so bleedingly obvious yeah. when you make just a little change and go down that yeah. road, the positive effects. Yeah. Why don't we stay doing the positive thing? Why do we struggle so much to, yeah. do, the, to do the right thing? Yeah. Um. Well, in a way, I don't find that big because because that's kind of the default setting. Yeah. It's it's it, you know it's just easy to do what you feel like or not do what you don't feel like. Yeah. And um, uh, and and diligence, uh, like I, I don't think diligence is exhausting. I think that it it causes a rhythm of life that actually causes a kind of a soul restfulness when you get yes. into that. But let, let me, uh, I mean, for me, I, I can answer that personally because as I said. Uh, you know, I, I as we've read through Proverbs, it's had a real impact on me, and um, uh, and I've recognised parts of my life where weeds have been growing, and I've, it's like so. I need to be disciplined. I'm going to pull out these weeds and plant good things in this, and and it's meant being more consistent with certain things. You know, like more consistent in putting time aside for prayer. Like like um, I mean, I. I I try to to have a certain constancy in 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 my relationship with God, not just a prayer. I'm yet putting aside quality that quality time has been really important. Practicing, yeah. pra- even just sitting still. I mean, this is something that was very important a, a, a part of my life. Just sitting still before God and being still, like practicing that discipline of mind, yeah. um, which is you know, which I think is such an important thing. Like for me getting back to that and, um, uh, you know, I mean, I don't don't, um, separate one discipline from another. You know, I think it's important not to be dualistic. So for me, even physical disciplines like being healthy and exercising and those sorts of things, I've been more... You know, disciplined. Uh, well, that, and that's the that. and that, and when people when people talk to me about a spiritual struggle and how can yeah. they pray for me, and and I can give them some spiritual answers and talk about, you know, you know, give them the biblical, you know, the Bible yeah. verse answers that they want. But I say, do you want me to be really honest? You want me to really you want to go to the heart? And they're like, oh yes, brother. Mm. How can we pray for you? I say, pray for my eating. Mm. I am mm. uh, my default. Yeah is to eat rubbish mm. all day long, every day. And I, think, I think that's mine as well. <laughs> like, but, but you, you I've somehow... Got a, yeah, you, it's got my metabolism that's saving me. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Your metabolism is fantastic. Me, on the other hand, you know, I, I've, I've recently gotten back into the gym and working with some fantastic people, but I weighed in a few weeks ago at the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And I 
and it, people people want to treat that as like different yeah. to everything else, like a dual yeah, yeah. seek type of thing. Like your body is somehow removed to your, from yeah, yeah. your spiritual yeah, walk. Like God doesn't care about your, your physical health, only your yeah. spiritual health. Yeah. <laughs> no, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, Paul yeah. says in Corinthians. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think physical health is important, I th- I, you know, uh, and, and in fact it, it, it affects our states of mind. hundred percent. Physical health totally affects, affects our moods. So actually ultimately does end up, uh, affecting us in a moral, spiritual sense, Big time. Uh, because it affects our moods. And looks, discipline is discipline. Impulse control in one area uh, w- will will uh, affect uh, affect every area. So, and I, t- I tell you what, I have. And again, I'm not getting. I, I, you know, put away the bells and whistles. I'm not getting all super spiro on anybody here. But I tell you what, since <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> good luck. The <laughs> the um, but I've never felt more attacked. Yeah. By the enemy yeah. than I have in this last month, yeah. where I've I've decided right I need to get this yeah. sorted. Yeah, I'm going to be disciplined in this. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead. And it is like a, an amazing immediate yeah. reaction of once you stand yeah. up and say, yeah. as we've talked about in previous episodes, this idea of like I am responsible, I own this. Yeah, nobody else I can point yeah. a finger to. Yeah. This is me. I'm taking ownership of this. As soon as I do that, tidal wave. Yeah, yeah. Tidal wave of of every distraction under the sun. Everything comes against you, and you're like, "Wow, I'm really, I'm hitting a vein here, where yeah. like as in a, as in a mine. I'm hitting I'm hitting a vein here that is really important, and I need to get yeah, onto yeah. this. So, and I say that, and again, please do not take this in any discouragement. Um, yeah. If you if you're dealing with any health issues that you can't rectify, if you're struggling with something that you can't help, you, you've got doctor's conditions or anything yeah, like yeah, that, we're yeah. not talking about no, that. Yeah. I'm talking about someone, I've got no one to blame other than myself. Mm. You know, I can't use the excuses that I'm big boned or anything else anymore. Yeah. It's time for me to take ownership. Yeah, I, I think also on the, on the other hand, it's important to recognise that um, – because it, it would be – like I guess in some ways I, I'm a naturally – well, like I am in, in a number of areas of my life quite disciplined, you know, oh. I've, and I've always been lots of regularity and and um, uh, very disciplined with exercise and, and uh, uh, in, in academic life I've been very di- disciplined. and um, But actually that can be in the service of the wrong thing as well. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to – articulate this as best I can but there is a there is a it can just be a form of um control orientation yes um so I think and and for me being disciplined in this in in my spiritual life almost became at at a point in my life it was all about just being disciplined and I have my prayer time and I read the bible and I was good at doing things regularly and it just it it um it was about me feeling good about myself. Yeah, it's, it, that, it was like a form of really control orientation. To me, that is the definition. I know, I know everyone has a different definition of this word, but for me in my life, that was the definition of religion. Yeah. And, and I had to face the fact as a good Baptist kid yeah. who, who would walk around with the slogan, it's not about religion, it's relationship, yeah. you know, and you, and you mock anybody that's whiffs of yeah. religion I realised very, yeah. very sharply when God shined his light on me that I was the most religious person I knew because I had all of these disciplines yeah. to make me feel better. Yeah, and, and 
and I guess it was an important point to come to to recognise actually um, I, I really need to be surrendered and and I and I and I you know really sought um, a greater depth of relationship and but on the other side of that because what happened to me is that. Um, I thought, oh, it's just all about discipline and, and it's a bit religious. And, and I went through a very important time of my life where, where, where it really did, uh, it, my relationship with God really did significantly deepen and, and my relationship with God began to really pervade my, my days. Um, but I've discovered recently that, you know, it's almost like I pendulum swang away from discipline. It's we like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't need to have yep. time. Yep. It's all the time, you know. <laughs> uh, and, and actually, no, I've realised... No, I actually do. I really do need to be disciplined, and so it's like discipline on the other side of relationship and surrender. Um, and because ev- in every relationship we need to be disciplined, I need to be disciplined in in my marriage, in in um, uh, in engaging, communicating, in uh, you know doing my part in the partnership of running a household. In all of those things that make for a good marriage require require discipline and it's the same in 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 my relationship with god i mean that requires that requires discipline i mean the other area here for me you know i've realized is you know with with my kids too i i i feel like um you know that chaos and order kind of principle i think i i, I recognized a number of <laughs> places of chaos in a in our household and and um and you know, you mentioned before the the principle of responsibility. I mean, a big part of discipline is saying, "I need to take responsibility oh, for this. Huge. This is my responsibility." Huge. And uh, and I've um, I've realised that there are some things there that you know I need to take responsibility for the elements of chaos that are ensuing. That actually, no, this is my this this is my responsibility. And even though, and I'm going to uh, put you know, firmer boundaries down. And it's like, you know, you do this and we have done this, but you get slack. This is the idea of one who is slack in his work yeah. is brother to one who is destroyed. Like um, there's there's a proverb actually that says that uh, it's it says that if if the, he who fails or to discipline their children yeah. actually acts acts hatefully towards them. And um and I, I found that proverb really, uh, really com- compelling too. It, it's like um, it says, you know, about God that he disciplines those he loves. Oh. And, you know, because I love my, kid, uh, my kids, you know, I need to uh, bring an element of discipline however much they kick against that. Yeah. And, you know, I've tried to tighten up the, uh, those boundaries and they've kicked against it. Yeah. But... Uh, I think I feel that from reading the proverbs, it has bolstered my determination. I mean, this is man. This is like, this is why we read the word. <laughs> this, is, you know, we go through this as long as we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. We've been sharing. We, you know, it's not just an intellectual thing. I mean, you and I have shared our journey and what impact this is having on us. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is called growth, yeah. and. And, and growth looks like you being challenged by God through His Word constantly, and failing, and 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 and, and recognizing con- those constant, areas of failing, constantly yeah. failing. Well, listen, Matt, you've brought up you've brought up the next part of of what I want to talk about this week, and this is discipline when it comes to children. 
So let's take a break, and this is where it's going to get really sticky here. Let's take a break for a moment. We'll be back in a moment with Thrive Deeper with more talk about discipline. Episode 46, and you're back with DJ Payne and Matt Jacoby. We are talking about discipline. Matt, we've been talking about self-discipline, and we could go on for episodes and episodes about the different ramifications about that. But we've had a couple of questions come in, uh, specifically about the last couple of chapters of Proverbs we've been talking okay. about. And I'll give you the verse that the verses that have really people have got some questions about. We're in Proverbs 23. And it says, uh, let's pick it up in verse 13. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. My inmost being will exult when your lips speak what is right. Um, and it goes on and on there. And that is just one example of many that are in, yep. in uh, Proverbs yep. about disciplining children. Yeah. Well, well, listen to this one. Proverbs 13, 24. This is the one I was alluding to uh, before the break. Uh, Whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. How's that one? Bring it on. I think probably the disturbing thing there is the rod. Is is that... Is the question about... (laughs) Well, that's... I think that's what... Because that's very... That's a little countercultural. It's... Well, it depends what culture you're from. Well, in, in in a... I suppose in a culture where, um, you know, domestic abuse uh, and violence yes. is an issue, yes. this is uh, perhaps, um, this perhaps grates against, you know, I mean, and I think this is one of the problems actually is um, good things when abused always take away from good good things. Yes. You know, it's like... Um, there's a lot of elements of life that, because of abuses thereof, uh-huh. um, seem to have this negative connotation. Now, of course, you know, you could put what whatever rod, you know... Uh, Wooden spoon, yeah. <laughs> strap, or, a belt. Or, or um, even just, you know, I mean, people do time out or yes. uh, consequences like, you know, you miss out on this or that. I mean, th- these are all different forms uh, of discipline, um, uh, but uh, physical uh, physical discipline is it kind of uh, is a little controversial today, isn't it? And yet, it, well, it, it it definitely is. It definitely is. And I, I I find it funny that in my experience, and again, I need to say I need to set some boundaries around this. I'm a I'm a male. Yeah. Right, I was raised by a good old country girl who, when her firstborn son, me, was out of line, <laughs> the wooden spoon came out, and I've had many wooden yeah. spoons broken yeah. over me as a child. Yeah. Right, 
I since as be, when I became an adult, and especially when I got to know people who weren't disciplined as I was, yeah. like my younger brother who's five years younger than yeah. me, he was the spoiled child, didn't get yeah, a smack yeah. ever. I've turned around to my mother and father and said, bless yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Every time you hit me and you went and you went and you felt bad and you cried about it where I didn't see, and every time you hit me and you thought, I've done the wrong thing, maybe I I want to say thank you because there was a thousand other times you should have hit me and you didn't yeah. and I got away with something and I want to thank you for every smack you ever gave me. Bless you because you taught me black and white yeah. what was right or wrong in a way yeah. that, that and again, this is for me personally, as a boy child, the other things didn't work. Yeah. And and again, here's my other yeah, bias. That's, that's, that's really interesting. I've raised that's three really, boys. Yeah. Yeah. I've got three boys. Yeah. You know, Tom, each one is different. Each one yeah, different discipline, they are very different, yeah. and uh, you know, and I and I my experience. The funny thing about my experience, and, my, and and praise God, I think number one, if you're talking about disciplined sh- children, you need to have a, a partnership with your wife or husband where you're both on the same team. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. worse than if you're walking in, working in and saying we will never discipline our children. Your partner's like, what are you talking about? I've just bought this beautiful wooden spoon. Can't <laughs> wait to use it. You know, like that's wrong. Well, you turn into good cop, bad cop. Exactly. And, exactly. and praise God for, for my wonderful wife, Benita. We've always been on the same page right from yeah. the very beginning. And uh, we've never had to experience that good cop, bad, bad cop thing. But for me... I, I got some advice very early on when I when and I already had my own thoughts about how I was going to discipline my children. And again, my oldest is fifteen now, same as your yeah, oldest is. Yeah. You know, both of our oldest the same. I, I got some advice very early on from a dad, uh, a, a, a very very classic, I would say, a very wise dad. Mm. He said, "You got a choice, especially with boys." I said, "Oh, okay, yep, yep." He goes, "Because this guy had like you know five kids." Boys yeah, and girls, yeah. you got a choice. You either be your be their friend now. You're going to be their best buddy today, yeah, or you're going to be their best buddy when they're adults. You pick. And I was like, "What do you mean?" Wow. Yeah. And he said, "You're going to be their best friend now, and you never smack them. You treat them, yeah, and you're yeah. the best buddy, yeah, and yeah. they can't wait to spend time with you." Yeah. He goes, "My experience when you do that when you're older, they don't want anything to do with you. They f- treat you like a yeah. fool." He said, "Or you're the cop." now and you're, you're you're the discipline machine yeah, yeah. and they're not going to be your best friend now they're not going to really enjoy you sometimes yeah. as a dad but when they get older they will respect you they will love you they will yeah. want to spend time with you and that that just weighed in so heavily in my yeah. heart and, and yet like i mean it's, it's this is an interesting thing because we we know uh well we know each other well yeah. and we know each other's families and and i feel like this is something where you you have showed a lot of consistency. This is an area where this is my area of slackness. Mm. And I, I think I've tended to be too soft on my kids. And, and I like, it's been uh, like, I, uh, and, and look, I, I have a great relationship with, with my kids and it's not like there's no discipline. They're quite highly strung kids as well. So we have to uh, work with that. Yeah. But, but I, I would say I've been on, I've been on the soft side yeah. and, and I think. And I um, would say I've been on the hard side. Yeah. Well, you know, but, like I, I like I see the relationship with you ha- that you have with your your boys, yeah. and it's just beautiful. I mean, you know the way that you enjoy time together and do things together. Ah, oh, it's just you know it's it's beautiful. And and I mean I try to do the same. But my point is is that is that discipline hasn't destroyed that. No. With your 
no. actually, th- th- there's a wonderful respect. But you are dad. You're you're not yeah. you're not pandering to them. No. And, and I think there's a neediness that can come from parents where oh, I want I want my children to love me. I, ne- I want them yes. uh, to love me, and and I don't want to upset them. Yes. Uh, otherwise, I feel bad. Well, actually, um, we, here is where the responsibility bit yes. comes in. Yes. And the order and chaos thing comes a bit. Actually, the forces of chaos are there in their lives. <laughs> they and, are machines and we, of chaos. You know, we need to teach, our, we need to uh, um, impose discipline on our children to actually teach them to live disciplined yeah. lives. It's like get them into a pattern, yeah. uh, um, you know, as, as they grow up and they will live more healthily patterned lives. So, so you know, I mean, um, for me, when when we have done this and we've done it consistently, it's led to actually our children being happier. Oh, 110%. And yet when we've slackened off, it things actually get chaos. worse. So it's actually even the ca- though... The it, chaos it, yeah, creeps in, in around the, the immediate, corners. In the immediate, yes. T- you know, they, they get what they want and yet... And yet, in the in the long term, it it is it it doesn't lead to a peaceful household, and it doesn't lead to a happy household. So, so I feel like I've learned some things the hard way uh, here. But, um, but uh, I mean, our, our kids are still at an age where 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 we can, um, you know, where our ups and downs at this, where, where I feel like we're getting better at this. Um, I think I think it's worth it, to come back to the proverbs and some principles here because again yes. I want to get back to um, I want to get back to f- I guess forms of discipline and perhaps the controversial element here yes. which is the idea of the rod like yep. physical physical yep. discipline w- with I think the underlying principle here when it comes to discipline in the proverbs is that it's all always connected to love you notice in the in the you know whoever is this idea if you love your children you'll discipline them and the idea actually is that discipline is must be an act of love yeah. if it's not an act of love then it's not really right yeah. and and we know that discipline both you and I know that at times discipline can be an act of anger yeah, yeah. and um and and that actually isn't even received well that actually doesn't make i've noticed that that you know like i can you know i can snap and and yeah. uh, and you know uh, you know, yell at yell at one of the kids or yeah. whatever, and and it just doesn't that doesn't, doesn't do anyone any favors. yeah that doesn't do anyone in any favors. Yeah. So um, discipline, the one who disciplines needs to be disciplined. Yes, this is what I've learned. I mean, I'm, I'm sharing my all, all these lessons that it's I've learned good. the hard way, good. but but I feel that I I am learning, and and actually again. It's reading the proverbs that has oh. that has brought this to the surface it, it, for me. That actually, as as a parent disciplining, I need to be disciplined yeah. because there's so much in the proverbs also about acting in anger yeah. uh, and, and being temperate. You know, just act losing your temper. And, and this is and this is where again. So you have got to put these things together, oh, don't you? Hundred percent. Like put. If, if we're going to talk discipline, make sure you don't separate it from all the stuff in the proverbs about uncontrolled anger. Yeah. Yeah, like the proverb well, gives and, us the context and conflict in conflict as well, yeah. and also that's a good point. Yeah, actually, because the the rule of conflict is about listening and communicating well. So 100%. there are times where we need to listen to our children, yeah. uh, where we need to give you know help them feel hurt. But yeah. if they're wrong, you know they're, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. Uh, and and this is the other thing about and also the idea with conflict and and proverb speaks a lot about this is the partnership between a husband and a wife. Yeah. And again, my heart goes out and our prayers go out to anybody who's listening who doesn't have a partner mm. in, 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 yeah. their, in their life Absolutely, in raising kids. Yeah. 
But for those of us blessed with a partner, this is where a partnership com- comes comes in handy and to have these conversations and be disciplined about what you're going to do yeah. with discipline for your children yeah. before they even show up. Yeah. You know, and this is a big conversation I yeah. had, we had together as a husband and wife. So, so you, do you mean like drawing the boundaries oh, beforehand, not beforehand, just inventing them on the... 100%. Yeah. I sat down with Benita and we said, right, what do we feel about this? And she was a bit surprised that I was so black and white about some things. I'll give you some examples. I said, I will never hit any of our children with my hands. Yeah. I I know some people believe you've got to smack with your hands. and There's all different philosophies about this. But my personal philosophy, and I'm not saying it's the right way to go, this is what has worked for us. I will only use a rod or a wooden spoon or something like that because – I don't want them to be scared of my hands, you know, yeah. type of thing. Uh, and that was something that yeah, was instilled yeah, in me yeah, yeah, with my mother. Yeah, yeah. That's my own, own yeah. thought there. But the other the other thing was, and the big thing for both of us, we will never respond in anger. Yeah. You know, you know, at the very most it'll be like, right, you, I am angry and we can be admit that. You will go into your room or go over there and mm. let me cool down and let me calm down. Yeah. Let me pray. Let me get to a place where I can come in there and out of love, I need to respond out of love yeah. with all of these things and and really try to show them because I, I believe that part of our relationship with God is about discipline. Mm. You know, that he disciplines us. Yeah, he yeah. shows us and guides us yeah. and we get I believe this is all connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want to show them the right way that how God deals with us. He yeah. doesn't strike us yeah. down in anger. Yeah. He takes his time and he and he wants to listen and and love us yeah. type of thing. So it's yeah, harder. I, it's it's yeah. so hard. Yeah. I mean I I I think as as our kids have got older, we we've, you know, there are times where we'll we'll say, you know, to our youngest you know, do I need do I need to get the wooden spoon because yeah. it's like a last resort. Oh, it's like, yeah. and I suppose now we're saying you've got to the point now where we shouldn't have to discipline you like this. Exactly. This is baby. This is this is kitty yeah. sort of elementary stuff. Elementary stuff. This yeah. is elementary. Um, so you know, so, so we like we 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 were the we were the same. The wooden spoons, <laughs> you know? and um, you know the children would hide the wooden spoons and all, all those <laughs> sorts of things. What I mean, what would you? What would you say to someone who was just adamant you should never, ever strike? Look, and I I, I have dear friends and family who believe that wholeheartedly and largely part of that is from their upbringing because they were struck in anger. They were struck, right? And so there's a principle that they are fearful about that. And that's, look, the great thing about Christianity, the great Mm. thing about the Bible is that it works for all cultures, yeah. It works for all people. Yeah. And it doesn't say, hey, here's a complete instruction. This, yeah. Go- yes, it doesn't give you a... So it has to, it's, it's, you know, are you saying like you tailor it to whatever the, perhaps the situation or, or the individuality of the children? Both, both. I, I, I first, first and foremost, I, I strongly believe when it comes, it comes into disciplining your children, it's to do with the relationship between mum and dad. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that yeah. that's foundational. Yeah. That's foundational. I, I think that our biggest role as mum and dad is to be living a pattern yeah. of both, you know, gender yeah. roles, all that type of stuff yeah. for our children. But bigger than that, a pattern of 
our relationship with God and then yeah, we, yeah. we're like, in a lot of times, we are God to our children. Yeah. We're giving them a taste of that. And I think that all of this discipline action comes out of that relationship first. Yeah. And you have to be on the same page for what you yeah. want to do with your children. Yeah. And I think you can make it work if you're consistent. For example, if two adults agree yeah. that we're only going to do this, and again, I'm yeah. playing a gender role here, I think boys are different from girls. Yeah. I know yeah. no, not always, yeah. and there's exceptions to prove the rule. But a lot of time, boys are just little cavemen mm. who, whose brains <laughs> are only wired to their back seat, you know, type of thing. And so, I think for 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 little boys, and I think if we get in there early, yeah, and we be consistent early, mm. I really think we should. Yeah. The, the the concept of smacking a child when they're you know, eight or nine or anything that should be just crazy because they should have learned yeah, when they're young. By that, by that point, oh, yeah. mum and dad mean what they say when they say, yeah. you know, we're going to, you know, type of thing. Yeah. So we, I mean, I, I remember early on uh, with, with our kids, you know, one of the things that we didn't want to do is change our whole house around yeah. uh, so that everything was out of reach. Yes. We, we thought, no, no, uh, the child's not going to pull the CDs Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> when when you had CDs, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we're going to leave that there, and we're not going to put up plastic, you know, th- yeah. you know, perspex things. In um, and instead, if if you know, when um, our daughter would reach to pull that out, we would give her a, a little smack on the hand, yeah. and she would cry and complain, and and she'd do it again, and then we'd yeah. give her another smack on the hand, and after a while. Yeah. She gave in, and and that's what you know. So she realised, and the CD stayed there. And yeah. there, there were certainly times where we would come back and they'd be <laughs> on the floor. But in, in in most cases, you know, that setting those boundaries um, was important part yes. actually of uh, of us living together yeah. in in a, in a, our household. I mean, to me, it's, it's also a matter of understanding that actually as parents we're in charge. Responsibility means we're in charge and they yeah. need to know yes. uh, that, that we're in charge. Yeah. And, of course, all, all of this, because um, you, you mentioned before that there, there are so many situations where discipline has been done in anger, yeah. almost malice. I yeah. mean, abuse. It, discipline only abuse. works in an atmosphere of love and affirmation. Yes. Otherwise it just crushes the spirit of our, yeah. of our kids and... and um, and, and I think it's really important that discipline isn't um, meted out in a way that kind of crushes their no. spirit. You yeah. know, our chi- we need to make sure that we're listening to our children, not yeah. just shutting them down. Yeah. Um, we, we do need to respect them. Yes. And so um, I, I'll always give my kids a chance to explain themselves. 100%. And, and, and I mean, often what happens is that they say, you're not listening, you're, you're, you're not listening, you, you, you know. Yeah. No, it's not. I just disagree with you. <laughs> it's not that I'm not listening. No, yeah. I've heard you yeah, I've, and, and I disagree. I've, I've heard yeah. that tall tale. Yeah, and I disagree you. that, that, that <laughs> you, you didn't mean to, you, you know, you didn't just drop that stick on yeah. your sister's head. Uh, you hit her, you know. <laughs> we have video evidence of this. Yeah. yeah. And look, it's, it's 100% right. And, and the hard thing, I think for a lot of parents is especially with the trend of people getting married older and having kids older and Mm. these kids have been longed for so long and especially for any um, families that had trouble conceiving children, when those kids finally come here, the thought that you've got a little infant sinner in your hands whose heart (laughs) is towards sin and chaos is just... Like foreign, and you're like, no, no, this is an angel come down from heaven, yeah. and it's going to be perfect. And it's like, no, 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 you need to get on top of this straight away. Well, it, it's that principle, isn't it? That if uh, 
you know, if if you're not if you don't do due diligence, diligence chaos ensues. Yes. And we're right uh, back to the beginning. We're right back to the we're beginning. Right back to the beginning, which I think, I think is important in in our households. And um, it's a great discussion because uh, I I recognise I come back to this principle of responsibility. Yeah. And as a parent, I am responsible for my kids, yeah. and they're not just my you know they're not just my mate. Yes. Uh, they're my kids, and yeah. and I and I have a parental responsibility. And but I'm I'm so so discipline is needed there. But at the same time, I need to be disciplined to be dis, to be able to be a um, a good parent yes. and, and someone that disciplines well that puts boundaries. You know, all of that takes discipline. It means that I need to be disciplined actually, because if I'm in a state of um, in myself due to being undisciplined, if I'm in a bad state myself, if I'm not disciplined with my temperament and all of those sorts of things, then I'm just not the good parent that I need my kids to be. Yeah. So this yeah. topic of discipline is such a pervasive oh, and, and, and it, big topic. It's a, it's a huge one. Here's, here's, here's the, you know, where where we go from sort of giving principles to sort of meddling here. But I, I tell you this has been the most convicting thing for me recently. Mm. And it's it's largely to do with a few different things I've read in scripture and different people and and some preaching from yourself, mm. Matt, sitting underneath your preaching. When I walk into the household, when I walk into my household, or even before I get to my household, and if there's ever a shred in me that feels like, oh, here we go. Like if I if there's any part yeah. of me, one cell within yeah. me that goes, I'm not happy to be here. Yeah. I've had to realise instead of running away oh, or retreating into yeah. the cave or getting busy, yeah. I have to go, this is my fault. I have yeah. set the tone. I have, I yeah. have, I'm yeah. responsibility. And as soon as I take that responsibility, yeah. that mantle, that ownership and say, God, I need your help here. I'm going to make this yeah. right. Beautiful. It, boom, that yeah, changes beautiful. now. Yeah. So that's a principle, not not saying that I walk into the house then and start smacking everybody with and a rod. And it's not like also that you can control everything, no. but it, it's that principle of you've got to take responsibility for what you what you are responsible for. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon that. I mean, and it's I've had exactly the same, exactly the same kind of revelation. It really was a revelation at, at, at points where where um, uh, relationships with my kids started to wind a bit out of uh, out of control and. And I thought, hang on a minute, I need to take responsibility. I'm being too negative. I'm being, yes. uh, I'm being reactionary rather than uh, I'm not affirming enough. I'm not. I actually, and and I took responsibility for that, and and completely changed my approach, and um, was more disciplined about being affirming, spending more quality time with my kids. Being, gee, the difference that that made was, it really, it really yes. made an enormous difference actually and you know it, it was the application of discipline first to me first to me and this gets us back to the beginning because discipline before we try to change the world around us how about we change the world within us and that's essentially where discipline begins I think that's one of the most personal conversations that Matt and I have had on record when it comes to both self-discipline 
and disciplining in the family. Oof. I hope there was some uh, some meat in there for you to take away. Now, if you've got any thoughts, you've got objections, ideas, other ways of viewing it, please, we would love to hear from you. But before I tell you how to get in contact with us, I wanted to let you know that uh, I've heard everybody's responses about the little bonus pieces. If you don't listen all the way to the end of this end of the podcast, sometimes Matt and I put a little bonus thing at the very end after the uh, after the chat, after Benita comes in, the voiceover lady, and tells you where to find us. Sometimes we slip a little bit extra in there, and sometimes a little bit personal, sometimes a little bit funny. Well, we've got one for you today: a bit of a movie review and how it fits into the topic. We We've been talking about it doesn't really fit into the main goal of the podcast so we put it on the end sometime because we think it's uh you'll enjoy it you'll enjoy it but if you don't enjoy it you know what you can just fast forward <laughs> anyway you can get in contact with us anytime at thrivetoday.net.au you can subscribe to the thrive daily reading guide there both uh you know an online version a digital version or even the physical copy Uh, You can find our feeds to subscribe to this podcast and how to get in contact with us, our social media on Facebook, and how to easily send us a message, just like Anna did today in the the comment that you heard. Uh, Please feel free to get in touch with us anytime. We love to hear from you. Well, until next week, this has been DJ for Matt Jacoby, for Stuart and the whole team behind this. Thank you so much for listening to Thrive Deeper. Thank you so much for listening to Thrive Deeper. We value all our listening community. If you are on Facebook, search and like Thrive Today page to get all of our latest updates. Our home on the internet is at thrivetoday.net.au. There you can subscribe to the Thrive Daily Reading Guide and contact us directly. That's at thrivetoday.net.au. Our music is provided by the talented Rod Gear. For more information, head to rodgearmusic.com. Join the conversation online with over 400 other listeners at facebook.com slash groups slash Thrive Deeper. The podcast is recorded at the studios of Geelong Christian Media Incorporated, then edited and produced by djp.fm. Until next time, Thrive. While we've been recording all these conversations about <laughs> children and parents, Matt's phone has been ringing off the hook with your kids ringing in. I know, yeah, it's like... It's perfect, yeah. it's perfect. It's yeah. absolutely... Like, it's a real-life demonstration. Yeah. Yes. I'm oh. doing a podcast. No, you, it's okay. You, yeah, anyway. It's very, very... It's been hilarious. Now, listen, one really corny thing that I did want to include in the main thing and I wanted to put it here as a little bonus, there's a little DJ bonus bit at the end, I went and saw Shazam last night, the movie Shazam. Uh, yeah, right. I was thinking actually of taking my kids to see it later on. Look, and again, and again, superhero films, I know people are in and out in DC, Marvel, all that type of stuff. And I, I don't want, I know people have different strong convictions about different films. You and films. your pagan films, Exactly, DJ. exactly. Well, this Shazam is right up there with, with them. But I have to say, I loved this movie. It hit me. And it might be my age, it might be where I am, and I think yeah. it's even partly of reading through the Proverbs at the yeah. moment. The whole point of this Shazam film, and it's not for yeah. everybody, it's not for little kids. There are some scary moments oh, in the right. little... Okay. The bad guys in this film are bad guys. Right. And it's a very spiritual film in one sense. Is it sense. like PG or M? Or I, I think it might be PG, but I wouldn't okay. take... It's like an 80s PG where 
it's when there's scary moments, there's scary yeah, moments. Yeah. And if there's kids doing, you know, things that kids do in a bad way, they're really going to do it. A funny moment that I found in it is the the idea of Shazam is these two 14-year-old kids, one of them becomes Shazam, if you've ever yeah, seen anything I've, in the comic. I've read the, the Yeah, blurb. and so Shazam is a young kid, Billy Batson. He, he, he gets the magic stuff from the wizard and every time he says Shazam, he turns into the world's yeah. greatest champion with the strength of Hercules and yeah. the mightiness of Zeus and all this type of stuff and a, and a great super, superhero. Um, so imagine fourteen year old in a, in an adult's body. Yeah. The two of them they 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 accidentally come across some money, and the first thing they go is, "What are we going to do?" And they go to a you know a Seven Eleven to buy liquor, <laughs> you know, of course. And I could see the mums in the audience going, "Hang on, what are they doing?" Like like because yeah. they're there with the little kids, yeah. and the little kids are loving it, and it's hilarious. And they really buy booze and they really open it up and they take a big swig yeah. and you're like, this is what are they teaching mm. here? But the funny thing is, is they hate the taste of alcohol, so yeah. they go back and buy lollies and everything. Look, I'm not getting into, and again, I'm saying this because everyone's yeah. got different different you know uh, thoughts about films. But I tell you, the overwhelming message of this film is to take responsibility yeah. for what you've been given yeah. and to act accordingly. Yeah. And, and and not only that, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to make the right decision. So the idea is that he has, he gets these powers, and yes. he has to learn responsibility. Oh, the whole them. film, yeah, he yeah. spends the whole film yeah. running away, okay. right. running yeah. away yeah. from okay. this, from the power yeah. that he's been given, and and how it hurts everybody yeah. around him. It's an amazing message. Yeah. And when he finally takes responsibility, not only does he help himself, even if he thinks it's no reward for himself, he ends up helping and really helping in a tangible way those around him. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't get yeah. over how strong a message that was in this film that is really applicable for, you know, talking about in a family yeah. or anything like that. It, uh, might be because well, I'm, it might be because I've got a mindful of Proverbs at the moment. I don't yeah. know. Sounds great. I'll, 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 maybe I will go on. <laughs> I was just going to drop the kids off, but maybe I'll... I noticed you didn't invite me. You've given up on me, have you, with for, superhero for, films? For superhero yeah. films, I don't invite you anymore, Matt. There's not enough, you know, death and violence and <laughs> despair at the end of the film. It's uh, not death and violence, but my films do have a lot of despair. <laughs> <laughs> My well, my yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, I, I shall I shall, I'll go and take a look. Oh, you'll have to let, let us know what you think. There you go. There's a little bonus uh, movie review here on mm, the that Thrive was worth your money. <laughs> Perfect. Before you head off, let's do let's do one little uh, bit here. Hang on, just let me. I, I seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, doll. Okay, listen, are you cooking? Are you cooking, are you? And Nana's there. On my way back, I'm, I'm finishing up now. On my way back, I'll get some chocolate, okay? 150 grams. 150 grams of chocolate for your cooking. Yep, 150 grams. And what you say is, Dad, can you please get some chocolate? Okay, my love, I'll get you some chocolate on the way home. All right? I'll be home I'll be home in about I I think dark chocolate. Okay. All right. I'll get it on my way back. Okay? See you soon. Love you. Bye. 
Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, what we're going to do here is is this is people are loving when I put a little bit at the end of the podcast about us talking yeah. further. Discipline, oh, multifaceted, 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 faceted, multifaceted, a multifaceted topic this morning, a multifaceted, multifaceted, a multifaceted subject for us to go down, and I think you're going to enjoy it. But we start.